Hello, friends, and welcome to the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B, your lifestyle engineer. In this podcast, we help you escape the rat race and find purpose-led, meaningful work. We help you design systems that make it easy for you to succeed. We give you tools and strategies to build your productivity to free your time and attention for the things that matter most. Live by design, not by default. Let's get it. Hello, friends, and thanks for joining me on this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. Today, this podcast is a reminder that you know things. There's a great quote from a wonderful character on a popular TV show as of 2019. Dragons do not do well in captivity. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. So this is a reminder that you too know things. One of the reasons a lot of people don't take action, especially when it comes to switching a career or getting unstuck from where they feel they are, is that they don't think that they can do something different. But the fact is that right now, you are doing work of value, whether it's paid or unpaid. The work that you do can alleviate somebody's pain. There's somebody out there who wants the things that you know. They want to know the things that you know. And I'll give an example. I have a friend who recently posted on social media that she just had her 14th or 15th student of her. She's a teacher. So she just helped her 14th or 15th student get a full ride scholarship to the college of their choice. Wow, this is amazing. You need to monetize this and make it into something that people can access. There are people out there who desperately want that service, who want their kids to get into college. And this is 2019. We just had this huge scandal of people paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to cheat in some way to get their kids into good colleges. So we know there's people out there who are quite happy to pay a lot of money for that service. But even those people aside, there are a lot of average people who really want an upper hand for their kids, especially in getting funding from for college. Because a lot of the students that she works with are from some more disadvantaged socioeconomic situations. And a full ride to college makes a huge impact on the entire family. So she's doing great work. And just like her, everybody has something of value to offer. There are things that you know that other people are quite willing and happy to pay for. But what holds people back from really pursuing those interests? Well, we make a lot of excuses. And I talked on a previous podcast about these limiting beliefs that we had that we need to bust through. You know, we tell ourselves, it will never work. There's no way I can make consistent money from this thing. I, it's going to take too much time, too much energy. I'm too old. I'm too young. There's too many people doing it. There's not enough people doing it. There are a thousand reasons that we tell ourselves that this isn't going to work. But again, this podcast is a reminder that you know things. You don't have to be a guru or know it all to be able to alleviate someone's pain. All people need is somebody who knows more about this particular topic than they do. That it's going to take them too much to get up to speed. It's going to take too long. They don't have 
the necessary requisite skills to do it. They don't have the desire to do it themselves. That's all it takes. People are quite willing to pay to alleviate their pain. You don't have to know it all. You just have to know a little bit more. You only have to be one trick ahead of the dog. That's it. But you do have to stay in your lane. Find your zone of genius and excel in that zone. Like me, I will not be able to coach anybody on parenting. I I can't give you advice on relationships. That's not my zone. But if somebody feels like they're in a corporate slave camp and they need a guide to help them escape the cubicle farm, I can do that. I can help there. That's my zone. One of the keys here to understand is that you don't have to be one thing your entire lives. One of the things that we're sold is that you want to go to college, get a good job, then climb that corporate ladder. You know, you start as a junior analyst, you become a senior analyst, then you become a manager, then you become a director, then a VP, and so on. But you don't have to be one thing your entire life. There's a wonderful book that illustrates this concept. It's called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And this book popularized the theory that it takes about 10,000 hours to really become an expert at something. And of course, there's a lot of debate about the book and he oversimplified some concepts and it's not 10,000 hours, but you know, it doesn't really matter. It's the idea. The idea is if you have at least the minimum threshold skills, and passion, and you apply consistent, deliberate practice, you will become an expert in about 10,000 hours, give or take a couple. So that is about five to seven years of diligent, consistent learning and practice in a particular field. So what it means for you is that you can have multiple careers over your lifetime. You went to school for one thing, you tried it for a few years, you don't think it's the right thing for you, You spend the next five to seven years learning something else, practicing it, working your way up, and then you have a new career. And you can do that a couple more times before you decide that you want to stop working. You don't have to be one thing. You can have multiple careers over your lifetime. If you don't like what you're doing and it's not feeding your passion, it's not using your skills, you can do something different. Remember, if you don't like where you are, You can move. You're not a tree. You don't have to stay where you're planted. So what does this mean for you? How can you use this concept? You know things, but it might take a little bit to get those things out of you. So here are a few questions that you can ask yourself. What are my strengths? What advantages do I have that others may not have, like resources or certifications or connections? What things contributed to my past victories, things that I did very, very well? What talents, abilities, and skills do I have that stand out? And if you're ever able to take a 360-degree feedback, please take it. You will learn a lot. Yes, you will get cut down to the bone, but you will learn a lot about yourself. Second group of questions are around weaknesses. What tasks do I avoid because I don't like to do it or I'm not confident about it? or areas of limited education and skill. These are important to identify to know what kind of work you don't want to be doing, or at least parts of the work you might have to outsource. What do others see in me? This is a question for you to ask trusted people. 
right? Not just anybody. People you can trust to give an honest, but not brutal piece of feedback. Next set of questions are, what can I offer? So what compelling skills can I offer people? Think about natural talents that you have, but also things that you can develop. How can I package a combination of skills? This is a real key. A lot of people have skills, but it's sometimes it's the combination of skills, putting things that are not necessarily put together all the time that really make you stand out and make you unique. So think about what things can you combine that can really help you stand out from the crowd. An important way to think about this is who can I help? Like in the example of my friend who's a teacher, she can help students, she can help parents, she can change the whole trajectory of a family with the work that she does. And how would their lives change after my help? Again, that's to help you see and look outside of yourself and your fears and your limiting beliefs. Because if you focus on the person who will benefit from your services, that can open your eyes to see exactly what you know and how you can use it. And remember, people are happy to pay for you to alleviate their pain. The way we think about money can be so damaging sometimes. We're afraid to ask for compensation for the work that we do. But it's important to understand that people who need your help are happy to pay for you to alleviate their pain. So if you can think about not just what you have, but the people you can help and how they can be helped, how their entire lives and maybe their families might change, that might be a great way to get out of your own head and around those limiting beliefs. So friends, I hope this little reminder that you know things has been helpful to you. So go ask yourself those questions and identify how you can alleviate someone's pain and what new career trajectories might be possible for you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll see you next time.